Baobulb.org is a podcasting platform and a medium for storytelling. This podcast is also available on all the major podcasting apps, including Apple and Google Podcasts. Podcast your life with Baobulb.org. Good morning, brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. Today is Pentecost Sunday. It's the 23rd of May, 2021. We have quite a number of readings for today's family worship service. It comes to us from Ezekiel chapter 34, verse 1 to 14, which is our main text for today. And then we also have readings from Psalm 104, verses 24 to verse 34, Acts chapter 2, verse 1 to 13. That sorts of a main reading because it's Pentecost Sunday, of course, so one would obviously focus then on Acts chapter 2, verse 1 to 13, or even beyond, maybe 21 even for that matter. And then our final reading, our gospel reading, comes to us from John, gospel according to St. John, chapter 15, verse 26 to verse 27. But like I said in the beginning of the opening statement that our focus verse for today comes to us from Ezekiel chapter 37. Uh, from verses 1 to 14 and the verses that I've singled out to share some thoughts with you this morning is verse 4. I want to read this verse to you as it is written in the Holy Scriptures. Uh, Actually, it's verse, uh, my apologies, it's verse 3. Verse 3 said, He asked me, and this is now the prophet Ezekiel, and he's uh, He has this vision, vision of the valley of dry bones. Uh, What an interesting reading, and I charge you to do that reading for yourself, even before you begin to listen to the the God's Word, the interpretation of God's Word, the exposition of God's Word this morning. Maybe you should go back and just look at uh, Ezekiel chapter 37, verses 1 to 14, the valley of dry bones. And so Ezekiel is having a conversation in his vision with God, and God said to him, He asked me, Son of man, can these bones live? Son of man, can these bones live? And then, of course, uh, Ezekiel uh, continue with uh, chapter 38, uh, sorry, 37, and the verse that, uh, that uh, stands out there and that we would like to do reflect on this morning is verse 11, which says, um, Our bones are dried up, and our hope is gone, and we are cut off. They say, Our bones are dried up, our hope is gone, and we are cut off. This is the word of the Lord. And then the other reading that we would like you to read is, of course, Acts chapter 2, verse 1 to verse 13, the coming of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost. But let us join together in prayer. Let us pray. Spirit of God, we help Moses to exemplify the life of faith. We help Moses' parents to hit him in defiance of a royal command. Spirit of God, we help Moses to choose your people and your promises, even although it meant affliction and adversity to him. This morning, as we find ourselves in your presence, O God, help us as a faith community and individual believers to make our choice to fight the good fight against the powers of evil, the dark forces in the world, and to fight the good fight against the weaknesses in ourselves. 
In our struggles to choose between right and wrong, oh God, help us always to choose the right, even if this choice leads to suffering, even if this choice leads to rejection and feeling of overburdened and a sense of alienation. Holy Spirit, help us in these difficult moments not to feel alone, distressed, or experience despair, but grant us an inner strength to be courageous and strong and lead us to victory as you are working God's purposes through us. Many people are yearning for liberation from suffering today. Many people in our communities and many people around our country yearn to be liberated from sickness and hunger, nakedness, thirst and blindness. O God, grant us a vision and work through us that they may experience your reign, your reign in the community, your reign in the world, your reign in our country, but your reign in our lives. Spirit of God, aid all of us to see the deliberative acts of God points to the sign that our God is beginning to reign. It in this is or in this hour of God of worship, of prayer and of praise, Spirit of God, break us, mold us, meld us, renew us, and grant us new spirits. As we also come penitently before you, O God our Creator, our Liberator, and our Friend. And so we pray this prayer in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, to Him with you and the Holy Spirit. One blessed God, be glory and unending praise. Amen. And so, sisters and brothers in Jesus Christ, let us turn to our text this morning. The text is Ezekiel chapter 34, verse 1 to 14, which is our main text. The theme of our devotions, the theme of our family worship service this morning is Can These Dry Bones Live? Can These Dry Bones Live? That's the question that God posed to the prophet Ezekiel in the vision that he had at the time. And so, sisters and brothers in Jesus Christ, in the Bible there is always a constant awareness of the action of God in the present day. But this acute awareness of the action of God comes from a custom of reflection on God's mighty deeds as the people in the biblical text look back at God's deeds all the time. A custom of reflection on God's mighty acts. This custom of looking back on God's deeds always helps us to trace the work of God in the clashes and the clamor of human activity and in the comings and goings of people in people in nations and communities and individual people in the lives of individual people the custom of reflection helped in their ability in the people's ability or as we look at the biblical text and uh, uh, as we read through the biblical text it helped in our ability to read God from the pages of the past. Christians and we as a local church will therefore want to reflect upon the ever-changing signs of the times to discover what God is doing now, what God is doing in our lives, what God is doing in our communities and what God is doing across the world. 
we also need to look at the direction of which our democracy are taking in the light of our faith in Jesus Christ as Lord of all life. And when we do that, when we look at the direction of which our democracy are taking at this time in the light of our faith, it seems to me that people in our country or people in our current democracy is less suspicious of things. And it seems like we have forgotten that Jesus told us to be as cunning as serpents, as Jesus said in Luke chapter 10, verse 16, and to learn lessons from the astuteness of crooks, such as this, as the dishonest steward in Luke chapter 16, verse 1 to 8. If we are not cunning enough as children of the light, we will not be able to deal with the wolves of our time. And so, we should not let our guard down at any point in, in our history. But the reflecting on the past can also be a very traumatic experience, and it can be a very, very overwhelming. There might be wounds in the past that we would like to keep buried under the carpet of our consciousness because it can be extremely difficult to face up to these wounds and these painful experiences as we reflect on the past. But remembering the past always takes place with a hopeful heart. It takes place with a hopeful heart because we know that Christ understands our pain. We know and we understand and that Christ shares in our suffering and through the power of the risen Christ, healing, restoration, and hope for a new day can become a reality in our lives. In Babylonian exile, the prophet Ezekiel shared in the, shared in the lot of his people. He shared in their longings and their feelings of hopelessness. The disaster that had befallen Judah was not only attributed to the Babylonian empire-building project, but also something that the Judean people and leaders brought upon themselves. They have simply disobeyed God, and their disobedience and sin plunged them into a state of crisis. And so the vision of the Valley of Dry Bones is, telling, is a telling metaphor of the sense of devastation and the sense of defeatism, powerlessness, helplessness, hopelessness that had overtaken the deportees or those who found themselves in Babylonian captivity. In the moment of crisis, the prophet Ezekiel had a vision the vision about a useless pile of dry bones that is just scattered across a valley. The grim scene of the valley floor scattered with the dry bones refers to, the, to a, an, a wholesale destruction of an enemy which left the dead unburied. But the time had come. The time had come. And Ezekiel had spoken of his hope for an inward regeneration of God's people. God wanted to recreate. God wanted to reconstitute the nation of ancient Israel. 
It is only God alone from past experiences and past deliverances that can bring ancient Israel out of this crisis that they found themselves in. And it is only God who can cause his spirit to enter them and to bring to life a people who were as dead as that collection of dry bones that was scattered across the valley. The temple had been destroyed. The countryside laid west, and this had been accompanied by torture, famine, disease, and even mass killings. Only the poorest of the poor people had remained in Judah to toil the land. And so now God asked the prophet Ezekiel in this vision, and as the prophet looked across this plain or this valley that is filled with dry bones, it is God who asked the prophet, Son of man, can these dry bones live? And so, sisters and brothers in Jesus Christ, reflection on the past deeds of God, divine grace led a company of slaves out of Egypt. God can do this again, Ezekiel said. The influence of the Holy Spirit on a defeated and hopeless people may raise them from their state of hopelessness, may raise them from their state of defeatism and a state of powerlessness and may raise them from that crisis to stand on their feet and to truly live again. And this is what the prophet Ezekiel said. Because, says the psalmist, God rides on the wings of the wind. He makes the winds his messengers, and fire and flames his servants. Fire and wind are significant marks uh, of the Pentecostal day or the Pentecostal experience, as the Spirit of God came to shake things up and set the ancient world on fire. And so, and so, come Ezekiel with the message of hope, comes with the message of healing, comes with a message of restoration and salvation. I will put my spirit in you and you will live, and I will settle you in your own land. Verse 14. And so can these dry bones live? Yes, it can live again. Herein lies the answer this morning to our country. Herein lies the answer this morning at the, uh, to our community. And here lies the answer this morning uh, to our world. In fact, the answer is a warning answer. It's a warning to our country. It's a warning to our world that uh, is plunged in crisis at the moment. Because there are many people in our country. There are many people that are hopeless. There are many people that are disillusioned in the face of the looting, in the face of the stealing, in the face of the crime and the corruption and the fraudulent activities in the state-owned enterprises as well as private companies. Many people are looking Many people are losing hope and they are disillusioned with the rising unemployment rate, the poor service delivery, the huge problems at state-owned enterprises with no political will to call people to account. 
as a nation our future look pretty dim at this time and many people are struggling with struggling with feelings of feelings of despondency and helplessness and powerlessness and this is where people find themselves struggling with feelings of helplessness some of the people jump shut and they were saying that they are going to look for greener pastures greek greek a greener pastures in other countries as they stumble over the dead bones that our country produced they think this is the solution to our problems and many times i've heard people say it is better if my children will leave the country and go and make a living in another country our new democracy has just come to dash on people's hopes many of this very people that has left our country has come back to our country tails between the legs or they continue to suffer immensely where they went to make their new home can these dry bones live if we look at the state capture commission in the light of what we have heard in the state capture commission this question has become so relevant for us can these dry bones live what will happen to its report what will happen to the report of the state capture commission after it has concluded its work what will happen to the recommendations in that report after the state capture commission has completed its work well the people implicated begin to discredit the report perhaps like they have started to do already will there be a lot of conspiracy theories around this report will it be taken on review and perhaps even set aside imagine all that work that was done and all the money that was spent will there will it be taken on review and perhaps be set aside by a court will people that is implicated at the state capture commission will they even be prosecuted is the recommendations of the state capture commission binding or even one may ask the question is there legal obligation on the state president to implement the recommendations and you know, when one think of all of this and one think of what had happened at the state capture and what is happening at the state capture commission how much drier can these bones become there is strewn across all over our country but there is more on top of this it is tough and it is difficult for many people right across our country and in our communities where we live currently and certainly because it's so tough and because it's so difficult so and, and because it's so difficult certainly this will lead to negative attitudes towards life and it play havoc with people's emotions and their spiritual well-being just recently just this week we have heard about mob justice it speaks about the frustrations and it speaks about the irritations that the ordinary citizen 
in our country has to deal with. And there's simply no political will. In fact, there's a leadership crisis within our country. Leadership crisis in our communities, leadership crisis in, uh, in companies, leadership crisis in government, and there is just simply a leadership crisis. Leadership has become part of the community and the world and it's just not standing out anymore. And so, negative attitudes towards life. I begin to play havoc with people's emotions and their spiritual well-being. As the, as the stress and the strain becomes too much for people, and it does become too much for people, becomes too much for people to bear, they succumb to defeatism. Can these dry bones live? Can these dry bones live if God speaks about them? The psalmist in biblical text says, God rides on the wings of the wind and he makes the wind his messengers and fire and flames his servants. The question then is, can, can these dry bones live again? Yes, it can, says God. Because God breathes his breath into any situation that seems to be hopeless. In the darkest moments, Jesus takes a hand in the affairs of our lives and Jesus takes a hand in the face of the de- of the defeated people. Jesus takes a, 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 a hand in the face of a country or a group of people, and Jesus turns defeat into victory, darkness into light, and restore hope in hopeless situations. A great example of the mighty power of God was Christ's victory over sin and death. Consider the miracle in our country when we defeated apartheid. If God can do this together with us as we join forces with God, then certainly, most certainly, God can do it in our country again. And imagine if God can do it in our country, what God can do in your personal life. Yes, these dry bones can live. Just consider what God has done for you in your personal life over a period of time. Take time to consider the miracles of God. Take time to do some reflection of the activity of God in the life of your family, in the life of your spiritual family, in your own life, and even in the country. And you will discover, surprisingly, that in all things God reigns supreme and God will never fail us. And so this is what the prophet says. If God will never fail us, joy will come in the morning. Joy will come in the morning for those who feel hopeless, depressed and defeated and those who feel so powerless. To them personally, joy will come in the morning. Glory be to God, our Saviour and our Liberator, who rides on the wings of the wind, who makes flames his messengers. Glory be to Jesus Christ, our friend, and glory be to the Holy Spirit, who fill us with power to effect with God our liberation. Let us join together in prayer. God, we trust in you as we come before you today. 
lead us into the light of your victorious love. We pray this prayer in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, to him with you and the Holy Spirit, one blessed God, be glory and unending praise. Amen. May you have a happy Pentecostal day today, because Pentecost is as important as Christmas Day. Blessings to you and to your family. Amen. Thank you for listening to this Spudcaster podcast. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. 